This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads about to broadcast on Facebook. The Facebook. The Facebook, because we're OG drop, here. Drop the the. <laughs> Facebook. I agree. I agree that the and the Facebook makes you sound like immediately 20 to 30 years older. Like, yeah. Like, I liked I liked the Batman movies. Who doesn't like the Batman? Even though what's funny about that is they always call him the Batman. Well, sure, I, I get. Yeah, they call him that, but like, I don't know. It just always it, to me it always sounds like uh, I feel like I'm talking to like someone's grandma. It's like, oh, sure. you enjoy the Spider Man? <laughs> yeah, it's never, it's never uh, fun. Anyways, enjoy the Spider Man video games <laughs> on your on your PlayStation. My my uh, my grandma always uh, always called it a Sego. Sega. Yeah, like when I mean, she understood Nintendo, but then when we got like anything other than Nintendo, she couldn't pronounce it. Well, see, that was the thing is that it was always everything was Nintendo to the parents. Like oh, sure. your PlayStation, Nintendo. Yeah. Your Xbox, the Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's how my grandma was. My dad was like, you know, my dad's a, a, a geek like us, so like he gets it. And you know, even if he's he's gonna not be a hundred percent followed up, but like he mentioned something to me, he's like, yeah, I, I kind of know what you're talking about, but. uh yeah, my grandma could never get over anything other than Nintendo. So I think you're you're about right. You're about right. So you can't see my hat. My hat's festive. I, I see the see the lights now. They weren't they yeah. weren't twinkling before, but now they're twinkling. I, I, I lowered my chair down. Oh, okay, so, okay. Just so you can get the festive. Of course, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> Welcome to this week in our collective heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen, and we're here talking video Hi. game news and all kinds of fun stuff. It's the end of the year. There's a lot to reflect on. A lot of good stuff, a lot of mediocre. Yeah, I'd say some. I'd say some some crappy stuff too. Um, but I want to. Uh, you know, there's a lot of YouTube shows and a lot of podcasts and, and people that all they do is just trash on really bad games or bad game practices or you know developers doing horrible things. And I think I think we should end the year on a high note. We should try to be a little positive, maybe. There's only so much talking about Fallout 76. That's exactly right. I, I messaged Owen earlier today and was saying, you know what, there's not a lot of news. Can we talk about the Fallout rum uh, controversy? Which is, I mean, to summarize that, it's a $100 bottle of rum that says uh, Nuka, Nuka Dark. And uh, it's, not a, it's not a glass bottle. It's a plastic casing around a, a, a bottle. So, your gla the glass, like if you wanted to buy it as a collector's item, uh, maybe yeah. to drink it and then have your have your you know have that glass on your on your shelf or whatever. Um, it's a plastic. It's not even eco friendly. It's not even eco friendly, and it's something that, let's be honest, it's it's plastic. We can just three D print that. Yeah. Like you want a, a glass, you know, not 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 to say it's classy, but like you know, in your in your shelf of of alcohol, and that'd be really cool to have, but. Unfortunately, it's plastic. So, oh well. oh well. Oh well. But other than that, there's not a lot of news that came out other than more trashing of Bethesda. And yeah. we did you get the uh, PlayStation games already? I did. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go through them. We can go through those though. 
uh, PlayStation. That's literally the only news there is. Pretty much the only, yeah. So uh, we got Steep, uh, which is yeah. the yeah, that's the one you're talking about. Uh, flying, it, it's the wingsuits. What are they? Are they squirrel suits? What are they called? Wingsuits? Well, I think I think it's like a winter thing. I think there's like snowboarding and stuff. Okay, in there, but I could be, I could be incorrect. But I wasn't sure. But it'd be really. Yeah. I mean, it's cool if it's like all those things. But yeah, yeah, it looks like a wintry fun time. Yeah. Which is why I'll check it out. Yeah. We also got Portal Knights, um, which I don't know anything about. I don't know if you know anything about no. no. so we'll... I looked it up. Everything that I looked up got rated between a 65 and a 75. So that tells I mean, nothing bad, nothing great. Yeah, it's passable. It's like, I can be entertained by this if there's nothing else. It's like it's like background it's, noise on a TV. Where it's just when it's free, how much complaining can I do? <laughs> I can complain a little bit. Uh, we also sure. we also got Zone of the Enders HD, which is a uh, which is supposed to be really good. Did you play Zone of the Enders? I played it. A, I played the original one, um, and then I believe they came out with some more mm -hmm. after that. I think a two or maybe even the three. Uh, fun stuff. It's a good time. Yeah, and then we got. It's too bad that it's not PS4. Yeah, every time I see one of these that are PS3 or Vita, I'm just like, this is this is lacking. Um, and I really wish that they would port over to PS4, but yeah, uh, Amplitude's one of those as well. Amplitude, especially when Amplitude's on PS4. Yeah, that that's kind of trash because Whatever. a lot of times they give us every version. Where yeah. um, like the Swindle we got on PS4, PS3, and PS Vita, it was just like everything. Um, yeah. I don't see a reason why not why why you wouldn't do that because if someone has a PS3 and can play it, they're not gonna buy it on ps4 if already playing it on ps3 right um fallen legion flames of rebellion which actually kevin played and really enjoyed i didn't get to play sure. it though so cross by with ps4 and vita cross by with ps4 yeah so happy about that and then super mutant alien assault which i know nothing about nope nope so we'll i want to say isn't this like the last month or pretty close to the last month they're doing vita and ps3 support i believe I don't know if it's the last, but I know that's coming to an end. Yeah. I just I don't know when they're going to end it. And if you have been a subscriber of PlayStation Plus the whole time, you have a huge library to go through of these games. So a lot of great stuff. Yeah, on a lot, PS3. lot of great so. stuff on Vita. A lot of, and and it's usually really cheap too. Especially physical stuff is really dark, really dirt cheap because it's basically been dead for a year and a half, two years. Um, and unless you're in Japan, Japan loves their yeah. Vita, but. Yeah, I've got a switch, so I don't need to worry about that. No, <laughs> put everything on switch. Everything, just bring every, literally everything to switch. I don't even care if it, yeah. I'm playing Skyrim on switch um, right now. Yeah, and yeah, I know it doesn't play as pretty. I know it's not as great. I've got mods like I have. Okay, I have Skyrim on at like on PC, on Xbox, uh, 360. Uh, I have it on Switch. I have it on PS4. Like I'll admit it, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a junkie for that kind of stuff. But um, the mods on on PC, nothing can beat it. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Nothing beats the mods on PC, but but there's something to be said about playing Switch, you know, just casually whenever you're doing whatever on the toilet or whatever you do. It doesn't matter. Like, pick it up, play it. It's cool. Like, I love that flexibility. Yeah. Um, but I've been playing Skyrim and um, Magic: The Gathering. I haven't played a lot other than that this week. What about you? Uh, this week, I'm all about the Monster Boy life. How is how is you like Monster Boy? You do you, do you like uh, do you like the Monster Boy? Is that you? Is that your game? Is that your, is that your <laughs> game? Uh, so, admittedly, I never played the Wonder Boy games uh, as a child. 
because that is what they are um, hearkening back to sure. was those days. But uh, we're talking about a game that has like 40 original tracks uh, and then all hand-drawn art. So from those two perspectives mm-hmm. alone, I, I've really been enjoying it. I will say I'm kind of a pansy. It's a lot more difficult than I was expecting it to be. Really? Uh, from the perspective that when you die, like there's save points mm-hmm. throughout the game instead of like being like, instead of saving like a Celeste where it's by frame or like where you could do your own manual quick saves yeah. whenever you want, yeah. there are physical spots in the game. And so there are sometimes when you're going through these puzzle platformy experiences and then you die and you have to traverse an entire room again, that gets a little frustrating. But at the same time, like it's not as bad as old games. Like I see what they're doing. They're, they're giving you a little taste of the challenge that we used to have as kids. And I have to not, you know, break my Joy-Cons when that happens, uh, which I've avoided doing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I think I'm almost through it. I'm looking forward to beating it. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's one thing I know I've talked about on the show before. But yeah, the kids these days they just don't know they don't know how hard it was for us. Uh, <laughs> like playing playing the NES games, playing the SNES games, and taking. Like having You're playing your contra over there, <laughs> like really having to dig in and 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 try to figure out a way to beat something, um, which uh, like Cuphead is a great example of that. Cuphead, I think it's another game that's similar, and, and, I, and I think Cuphead's probably a little harder. Yeah, Cuphead is ridiculously hard. Like two to three hits and you're dead. Like that's it. And you start at the you start. There's two checkpoints per level, but they're really hard to get to. I think it's one or two checkpoints. Um, they're really hard to get through and like any hit, there's no way to regain health that I remember. Um, Mm. I liked it, but it was ridiculously hard, but at the same time, that's how a lot of the games were back in the day because they were modeled after arcade games. So that's all, that's all you got. Um, at the same time, Cuphead's hand-drawn animation, like you were talking about with, uh, with Monster Boy, it's, it's, there's something to be said about the beauty of, of seeing hand-drawn animation, um, which, I mean, I'm a Disney, you know, fanatic. I spent, I spent my honeymoon, oh, sorry, not honeymoon, I did spend my honeymoon. I spent my anniversary this past weekend at Disney World for kind of a celebration and Christmas and everything. And no one was surprised. No one was surprised. I'm only, I'm only like an hour and 45 minutes away. It's not too far. How many times, you got, what you guys should do one year is just, since you're living there now, you should like have just a little hash marks or something. Count how many times you're going to do. I should have done that in 2018 because we were 20 minutes away from, from Magic Kingdom. you have like a pass, right? Do you have to scan the pass? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. You have, you have a pass. Um, so like, maybe there's like an account you can log into and you can find out. I'll have to check. I don't think that there is, but I'll, I'll have to check because I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put the over under at twenty five. Twenty five. Oh, I think it's over. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we were twenty minutes away. So we would have times where I would finish up work and be like, "Do you want to go? You want to go ride Mr. Toad's World?" <laughs> <laughs> that's a Disneyland. I don't have it at Disney World. Um, yeah, people say that in the Matterhorn. It's like those aren't there. But like, I would be like, hey, do you just want to go grab something to eat on the way and then like watch the fireworks or something? Like, it's yeah. right over there. It's twenty minutes away. Um, yeah. Parking is included because because we had an annual pass. Yeah, the annual pass was kind of expensive, but if you're going that often, then it works out. Well, and you almost feel obligated to oh, <laughs> like sure. i need to go off that off to well, make sure i get my money now worth. that i'm like an hour and 45 minutes away i'm like now i do because we just renewed because i knew that uh, i knew yeah. that whitney would like want to to go like i would i would too i don't know if it's not enough to pay for the um 
for the annual, but uh, also we did reserve our... I'll have to check and see what day it is, but we reserved uh, a hotel stay next December mm. because Galaxy's Edge opens up next December. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, the Star Wars... Which means I'm not going to get to see it until probably 2020, maybe 2021. 2020 is going to be... 2020 will still be busy. Yeah. Um, I mean, plus we're gonna have a one and a half year old. You are, but you know what? You can start those early memories of, yeah. of Star Wars and the wonder that is. So, that you... <laughs> or just be like, "Hey, grandparents, you want to watch your kid for a week?" We'll <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the hotel's not gonna be open until like 2020. Um, yeah. So, I'm gonna have to go again then. But uh, the way that it works is, if you have that, you have an annual pass. You can do fast passes and reserve your rides and your time slot. Yeah. 30 days in advance but if you're staying on site you can do it 60 days in advance so we're can basically going to book a hotel for tickets what's up can you hook your friends up with cheaper tickets to get in no uh every oh. every now and then every now and then they have specials but not usually um but come on guys like if they're running like a special percent off coupon if, or something i know if they're running a special it's it's disney it's not gonna be 50 percent off. i, know, I think right? it's like no, it's 10. 10 oh 10 okay sorry i was gonna <laughs> yeah say, i was like just save me tax 10 by, like, no there was like a 10 there's like a 15 or 20 percent one that happened uh this summer uh but i can't remember the you know stipulations on it and everything but um, yeah. yeah we're literally reserving a hotel so then we can go to star wars galaxy edge or like make sure we get those time slots in because like the millennium falcon ride in that and I'm not trying to go like Disney on this podcast and everything, but like the Millennium Falcon ride on that thing is going to be amazing. It's going to have a huge line because there's only, um, what is it? I think there's six people per cockpit. I'm, I think there's six cockpits. So 36 people can go yeah. at the same time. Uh, it's going to slow down. Like it's going to be a long line. So yeah. Anyways, as much as nerdy as that is, we, we do talk about video games on here. Um, Ke- by the way, Kevin is playing Knights of the Old Republic for the first time what yeah he never played knights of the old republic and uh if, i know i don't I understand but here's here's the crazier thing about that is not not only is he not uh had he not played it he texted me he was like hey i'm about to play this for the first time and i don't know you know about kevin's thing about trailers right he doesn't like watch trailers to movies and all that i didn't know that. yeah so like if it's if it's a movie that interests him at all or if it's a video game that interests him he usually he tries to go in blind so like yeah. dark souls bloodborne anything that's going on like that like as soon as he is excited about it he just goes radio silent on it that game came out like uh was it 2000 he doesn't know anything about revan so he he knows nothing about revan he texts oh, me goodness. he texts me like 30 minutes in and he's like i had no idea this took place before like thousands of years before uh before yavin and it's called knights of the old republic <laughs> well i i don't know if he thought maybe that was in in comparison to like the new republic because the new republic is a thing in the books uh, oh, yeah. after episode six right yeah so like i don't Religion. like maybe he thought oh well it's the old republic like it's the republic of you know, the jedi council and everything like so he had no idea um he also had no idea that it's basically a uh, d20 style system on the back end like that it shows your crits and everything so he went in that blind how do you do that i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like sitting here to like normally i don't like to react that way like oh pretty baby like oh well yeah it's it's head pet like I, that's crazy me that's like running into someone who doesn't know that darth vader's luke's father i mean yeah what <laughs> spoilers spoilers Spoiler. um 
no, that's uh, there. Sorry, there's a there's a statute of limitations at some point. Revan, yeah. I mean, okay, that for me it's a year. For a year, okay. See, I don't, I yeah. know further than that, but I'm not going to spoil Revan for him. Like, I, except for Last of Us. Wow, Last of Us is amazing. Last of Us is still the only ending I refuse to talk about with people unless they play the game. But what the Revan story, you also would be a little mean to do. I don't, you don't really talk about it. It's just you. Like it's freaking Revan. Well, you said you said Revan. I knew exactly what you were talking about. You're talking about the yeah. reveal and the, yeah. the thing, um, which is ambiguous enough for us to talk about it in mixed company, and it wouldn't matter. Um, yeah. And Re Revan's a fantastic character. It's a great. Character. Revan's a great character. I, I the best Star Wars character. yeah, and that's why people want Knights of the Old, Old Republic three, uh, really bad. Still waiting. We're still waiting. Like I love Mass Effect. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, Anytime, EA, mm -hmm. you got that license. Would be nice if you did something with it other than the Battlefront too. Uh, it's all going to depend on Lucasfilm and uh, what they want to do because that's now under controls of Disney. So yeah. yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens on that. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. But we wanted to. We wanted to also, as we're kind of rambling about other things, but we wanted to talk about 2018 and kind of do our own award show. We had an award show, which was mostly commercials. We get it. It was mostly commercials and and trailers of things that may be. I enjoyed it. I, I had. I enjoyed it as you know. It was fun hanging out with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was that was awesome. Like it's a little long in the tooth. It was. But experiencing that, like I thought, hanging out with hanging out and, ta and uh, talking about it was really great. Um, yeah. I think that. Like for us, it's it's as close. Other than E3, it's as close to a Super Bowl as we get. Um, yeah. And E3 is just kind of too a little, a little bit extended. But I'll probably do the same thing for E3 uh, this upcoming year if possible. Um, GD right? Yeah, because it's gonna be. It, I, I really I like doing the reaction. I did it this past year, so doing it this year would be really good too. I want to I want to see what Microsoft and Nintendo do with an E3 without Sony present. Uh, expect I expect Microsoft to bring the guns. No punches should be pulled at this point i mean no seriously See it. <laughs> seriously the big good big dog i mean i'm not playing fanboy here but the uh highest selling console most exclusives the best exclusives and that's not even like an argument because not even close we're we're i mean you and i are huge zelda fans but you i mean yeah but that was two years ago and smash is great but that's just that's smash i mean yeah. let's be honest and smash is great it is it really is um i think that i think this is going to be xbox's year coming up i hope that nintendo really gets behind the switch because they've been selling really well the, the switch did outsell the xbox one it has outsold the xbox one officially which doesn't surprise me um when it comes to uh the demographic that they're targeting because it surprises me a little bit and it didn't surprise me because I think that there's enough people for the flexibility for having a console that is both handheld uh, and a, co a home console. I think that there's a lot of upsides to it, especially from a parent perspective. Uh, I, mm. I have friends of mine who work for GameStop and they were like, yeah, we had parents come in, didn't understand it. And when you pitched to them saying, hey, it's like your DS, it's like the 3DS and the Wii to combine. They're like, yeah, I don't have to buy two things. I buy one thing. So I think a lot of people like that. Then again, I do also know households that have two of them because you know, you, they're, they're handheld. So you kind of have it personalized. Oh yeah, it's just so pretty. It's so pretty. Where's mine? Oh, mine's in the other room. It's charging. Um, I put it on the dock on the other uh, on the other dock. I don't have my, I, I usually have two docks set up, but I only have the one. That's why I got a, a second USB-C charger. <laughs> you had to buy just the, a charger, the, not a dock. the proprietary one because I, 
No, I just bought one off Amazon. Really? Because I've got a USB-C and it will not charge my Switch. It's probably the brick you have, then. It could be the brick I have, yeah. The, yeah. If you don't have a brick supplying enough power. Um, but I just found one on Amazon that said it was rated for the Switch. That works. It, worked. it was 10 bucks. I need to do that. I mean, I, I have a second dock because usually like, I like to be able to capture stuff. Um, and I, that, at the same yeah. time, I haven't used it a lot, but I want to be able to do it. So. They, uh, uh, I expect, one, I think you're right, Xbox is here. Two... I expect a second iteration of the Switch. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't know if they're going to make the screen that much better or anything. I expect more onboard memory since it's only a 32 gig hard drive in there. Um, But I expect some kind of like, not Switch 2, Mm -hmm. but like like they did with the 3DS several times over where we had the new Switch, uh, you know, the new 3DS, the 3DS XL, maybe a Switch XL of some sort, Um, which honestly, I like the size. I don't know if I would like it to be much heavier, but I still expect there to be some kind of Switch upgrade without moving on from the generation, because even if they're not, they're never going to catch up as far as um, graphics and stuff goes, what they could catch up with is still making sure frame rates on all these beautiful ports it's a port machine it's keep like i said hashtag put everything on switch anything that can run on that thing put it on there it's gonna be fun no i agree uh i i agree with you i think it'll be onboard memory will be better i think you'll have marginal things that only geeks like us will care about or maybe just me where it's like the cpu is a little bit faster the the onboard memory is a little not necessarily hard drive memory but the ram uh, is a little better. So it runs a little smoother. It's going to be better for the developers. I think There's some games like Dead Cells and other uh, rogue type or generative... Uh, generative? No, that's not the word I want. Generated. Uh, where things that are randomly generated, mm-hmm. they tend to slug a little bit on the Switch. It's not a frame rate problem. It's just the fact that the uh, the computer is trying to think about the generation that it's doing, and so you'll see little bitty stutters oh, sure. uh, here and there. Um, things like that, I expect to improve. No, I, I agree. I, uh, having played, like I talked about, I was playing Skyrim, and every now and then it chugs, and it catches yeah. up, um, which is, to me having played on like pcs that barely ran games i'm like it, it, yeah. it's it's fine it, it works yeah. um i haven't had game crashing bugs i haven't had like all the things that people talk about bethesda having problems with like i haven't had any of those so yeah you would hope so like 10 years after <laughs> games <laughs> uh but you know that's looking forward to the future we we need to wrap 2018 with this little little pretty bow we do we do and uh i will say we'll we'll talk about our predictions uh next week I think that'd be a good mm-hmm. thing to t- talk about. So let's talk about uh, 2018. And I thought, let's get the bad out of the way. Sure. Most regrettable purchase. And I think we have we both have stellar picks for this. <laughs> yeah, mine was, and the only re- and the only reason that it instantly sprang to mind was because of how excited I was for it, and then how much of a letdown it was. Uh, I literally played it for a day. And then never touched it ever again. And that would be Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah. Um, Yuck. Not only did they mess up multiplayer in terms of uh, the weird rule set that they introduced in the game. And I can't even remember what it is now because it was just such a... It seemed like such an afterthought. But the one-player mode Mm -hmm. was not fun. Uh, Like, I understand that it's a tennis game. So you're going to be playing tennis over and over again. But... uh, the difficulty was ramped up quickly. It does not really 
you know, get you basics in on how to play and, you know, do what a Nintendo branded game generally does so well. Uh, it just wasn't fun. And I hope that if they do Mario Golf, that it doesn't face a similar fate as in a one day and done. And it also makes me upset that I paid $60. Yeah, $60 because it's a Nintendo exclusive. So it's going to be 60 bucks. Uh, and they rarely go on sale. I know you're talking about Switch sales be going on now, but like most of the big N- Nintendo titles don't usually go on sale. Yeah. Mario Golf, I I have a soft place in my heart for Mario Golf 64. Heck yeah. So that's one of the coolest games to me. Um, so I really hope that they don't they don't completely fumble that. Um, yeah. Did they announce I don't, that? No, they've never announced it. Okay. It's just they've done Mario Kart. Yeah. They've done Mario Tennis. So somewhere in here, we got to get a golf. Yeah, I think that. And so maybe if not this year because of Metroid Prime Four and Pokemon, maybe twenty twenty. I mean, aside from Mario Kart, because out of any uh, Mario side game, Mario Kart's yeah. the best, obviously. But Mario Golf's a special one for me. Um, and mine also was a Nintendo purchase, Nintendo Labo. Uh, I purchased it. I mean, I purchased it because of the curiosity. I also purchased it thinking this will be funny to unbox. Honestly, it'd be funny to to see what this thing can actually do. Um, I didn't have delusions of grandeur about what uh, all the amazing things you could do with it, though. I think it is really cool to use it in schools. Uh, mm-hmm. But man, that was a, that was a letdown when I realized um, just the the it wasn't even the price for the cardboard, but it was something I didn't think about until afterwards. There's no way to resell that copy. I mean, no, I mean, I put together the cardboard so I can try to sell the game and the cardboard on like probably Facebook marketplace. But what's the point? I mean, you've already built the stuff. It's like, I don't know it. I mean, I I just felt like I, I, Usually I have something in my collection I can continue to enjoy, but this is one time where it was like, I can enjoy it once and then it's done. And now it, now it just has, is in a box. And I just really, <laughs> was really think the idea is that they can build upon it and real and something to do with the kiddos yeah. and stuff. Like you mentioned the schools, I think it definitely has a target market and as much as we want everything in Nintendo to target us, it did not. <laughs> it did not. Um, and some games I don't want targeting targeting us, like addictive games. Um, I know we talk about that a lot on the show, but we're we're talking about addictive games, not as in predatory practices, but gameplay no. addictive. And uh, my pick for this, which what was Spider Man, because as soon as I picked it up, it was like this is exactly what I've been waiting for in a Spider Man game my entire life. I've been wanting to play as Spider Man. Like, uh, like everyone has their own hero that's kind of a special place for them. Spider yeah. Spider Man's my boy. Uh, next to Wolverine, I guess. But Wolverine, it's like you play as Wolverine. What are you gonna do? You just you slice up people. Though there was a good one on uh, it was PlayStation Two, I think, had a decent Wolverine game. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was just the 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 feeling of web slinging and hearing the uh the quips out of spider-man was just so good it made me feel like a kid again watching the animated series back in the 90s like that's how it made me feel like but with better graphics <laughs> it felt so good yeah and Spider-Man. in your pick your pick i didn't get to play yet but i do want to play yeah and i picked call of duty black ops 4 but specifically blackout mode mm-hmm. because i don't uh full disclosure i don't touch any other mode in call of duty i'm a battle royale liking person even though i'm terrible at them 
The thing about Blackout is just that you can instantly jump in and start having fun. You might you might lose and probably will lose badly several times. There will be times where the kills are a little frustrating and you're like, man, I swear I got that guy. But you keep wanting to jump in. The loot is randomly generated throughout the map. You can fly anywhere on the map. Uh, very easy to jump in and out. Like I want to play a match or two. That happened over Christmas. My, uh, my in-laws and my wife took a drive and I had gotten off work. And so there was like a little 30 minute lull where there was nothing to do. And I'm like, well, I can't play anything store related. Oh, I want to jump into some blackout and I'll play a match or two. It's something that is super fun with friends. So whenever you did do get it, if you do get it, Patrick, get it on PS4 so we can run some duos. It is just such a good time. Uh, I really have enjoyed BRs for the past two years now. I've played 500 hours of PUBG. I played a little bit of Fortnite, which I'm don't enjoy as much just because I'm not good at the building aspect. Uh, and Call of Duty was like a smoother, uh, quicker mm -hmm. PUBG. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I agree. And I've not, uh, I've played Fortnite. I haven't played, I played some PUBG like a long time ago, played Fortnite. Um, and this seemed like a better Fortnite to me. So, something that's more up my alley when it comes to Fortnite. Um, like like we said, not every game has to appeal to us, but I don't care about I don't care about taunts and and building in a game when I'm being shot at. Like like I, I want to defend myself. I want to you know find the best loot and find a strategic place to, to attack. So the Fortnite like it's like oh I got I got this emote. I'm like I don't have time to dance. I'm busy. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I know. Sound like such an old man. Right? <laughs> I'm such an old man, right? I don't have time to dance. I'm trying to. Sh <laughs> like, hold on, let me build some stairs. <laughs> if you've if you've ever played Fortnite, if you're if you're around our age and you've ever played Fortnite and you have these like ten year olds building walls around you, uh, and the the quickness. I mean, part of it's because oh, I mean, away with you. What? They just toy with they you. They really do. I mean, like it's the first time in a first time in my life in gaming where I felt like I was not able to keep up. Um, but at the same you're time, you're there in your thoughts in your walls. <laughs> you're building your little ramps. Basically, I I couldn't keep up. Um, but you know what? Um, it's still fun, and it's it's fun to play. Uh, you know, with but that's not a 2018 game, so we'll have to move on. Um, to our best narrative. And uh, we, I think, again, 2018 was a really good year. We didn't have picks here that I complete. I don't disagree, like, if any of your picks, by the way. But, mm -hmm. Owen, you picked Red Dead Redemption 2. Absolutely. Um, it's really hard to go too much into the story because there's it's a thing that everybody that... It's a, it's a long game, first of yeah. all. So whenever you get into it, it's something that you need to be prepared that... If you want to experience the story, you're going to put 50, 60, 70 hours into it like I did. Uh, for some people, that's awesome. You're definitely getting your money's worth. Uh, for some people, they just, you know, I quote unquote, don't have the time. And that's perfectly okay. Uh, but Arthur Morgan is probably one of the coolest protagonists I've ever seen in terms of he starts one way in the game. And he starts as a kind of storyless uh not thug. Thug's not the right word, but you know he's a thief. He's a he's an outlaw, uh, and 
his growth throughout the game and him changing uh, as he's realizing kind of his place uh, in the dying West and how he is of a breed that will no longer exist in the near future to experience that over the course of the game. Um, the cast that they put around Arthur, those characters, Dutch, uh, for those of you who played the first Red Dead Redemption and how you really see what Dutch was before he got to Red, what he was in Red Dead Redemption. Um, such a good story. Uh, there, there's a lot of, we talked at length about some of my issues with Red Dead, but the thing that it did not have an issue with was the narrative and how it built. It was a fantastic playthrough. I definitely recommend it to anybody who has the time to play such a lengthy experience. No, and plus it's just gorgeous and there's so much stuff to do. There's so many little Easter eggs in there. There's, it, you could play the game for a lot longer than I did. Um, you and it was three and a half weeks, three weeks. I put, I played it over the course of like three weeks. Okay. Ago. Yeah. I mean, you, and, and you tend to do this with games. Everyone kind of has their own thing. You and Tanner, Tanner does this even more, even more than you do, do by the way. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, you kind of go all in on a game and then that's what you play. Uh, Tanner like does like, I don't know how, like, I don't know if he's doing marathon sessions or how he does it, but he beats games really quick. Um, I kind of, I, I play a little bit here, play a little bit there because I've usually got multiple games going on, but, uh, Red Dead, Red Dead is just gorgeous. Um, and it's not a bad, not a bad pick. My pick was God of War because yes, boy. I mean, <laughs> the memes alone are, are great for that. Uh, but I picked God of War because I agree with you on Red Dead Redemption. It's an amazing story. God of War hooked me in. I mean, I was already invested, but in the first like five minutes of the game, and the opening of how they introduce you to Kratos, how they introduce you, reintroducing you to a character you're supposed to know. And immediately I'm like, I know nothing about this person and and what he's gone through, however long it's been since we've last seen him. If we, if that was, I mean, it's, there's the whole, it's, it's a sequel, but it's not kind of feel. Mm. Um, but playing through the game and then uh, I guess I think it's 10 minutes in when you, uh, when you have like a surprise visitor, uh, I just don't want to spoil anything, but like mm. it, it hooked me and it, it felt like it was a combination action, thriller, suspense, like game and, and, and not a way trying to scare me, but like a page turner of a novel. Like I just kept wanting to figure out what was going on. And, um, that was really interesting to me because not most games don't do that in regards to kind of slowly unfolding last of us is one of those we talked about you, you mentioned last of us uh which i would agree um but it just hooked me and it was it was uh enthralling um even as a character who should be you know immortal you know not quite uh you know, showing that vulnerability yeah. was really cool yeah there's so many times throughout that game where you can literally just put your controller down yeah. and just kind of Watch the cutscene. Yeah. Like that's how good of a cutscene it was. You're not itching to move on. You want you want to experience that uh, relationship uh, between father and son, and then in and Kratos in this world that we haven't seen him in before. Yeah. Um, a, a great pick. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're on to best score and music uh, of a game. I, I also, I mean, I could put sound design in here as well, but mm. score I think alone needs its own category. Um, and you picked, I picked Celeste, baby. <laughs> Who uh, 
I mean, there's a lot of things I want to pick Celeste for. I think there's another category that we didn't add in here. If there was best indie in this list, it would be Celeste as well. Uh, where the music, though, is so good. Mm -hmm. Like, you think of um, some of the other bigger games that came out, and they have some great orchestral score and props to them. But whenever you're looking at Celeste, you're talking about an 8, somewhere between 8 and 16-bit game, and it has that 8 to 16-bit music mm -hmm. feel. Uh, the fact that uh, the composer that she got to play that live uh, at uh, at the Game Awards uh, earlier this month and hearing it again, it flows so well with the levels. The levels are so well paced, and then it, it it's a a music thing where all the highs and all the lows that you're supposed to have were this story. And again, it's a platformer, so the story is kind of light, but the music makes up for that where it's up, it's down, where you are in your story and how your character is supposed to be feeling is expressed in that score. And I think that's what makes it so good for me. Uh, I loved it. It is one of the best parts about the game, aside from, of course, the amazing platforming. Yeah. And to me, that's how it felt. I felt with Red Dead. I hadn't played Celeste, uh, honestly. I loved the music um, that I've heard of it, though. But Red Dead did something that a uh, few games do in regards to atmosphere it's not just about like oh look it's a tune it's a pretty tune it's like the whole atmosphere of that game um just kind of was breathing life into it uh similar to dexter if you watch dexter on showtime like the music in that's barely there but the music in that it, it builds so much uh emotion and atmosphere like, you know, there's a lot of times where you're just enthralled with the, the game or, in, the, in Dexter's case, the, the, the show, and you barely realize, like, the very little bit of music that's that's in there. And one guy did the music to all of Dexter, by the way. It's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. The cool part that, uh, not, not just complete score and everything, but it was, there was lots of places where the score was excellent in the game, but the, there was the thing that you mentioned about, um atmosphere mm -hmm. where there were times during the game where it's like dead silent the only thing that you're hearing is, is you and your horse riding along and then all of a sudden just just the music just kind of starts mm -hmm. and you didn't realize how quiet it was until the music came in yeah. um that's another thing where you could if you were going to say anything about including sound design in there some of the best design uh in terms of how they incorporated their music yeah. uh, into the game yeah amazing this is that's what triple a you know triple games are all about it but you want that's what i want a triple a game i don't need that many animations for skinning deer but you know it's it's okay it, it does all right <laughs> um moving on to best performance by an actor or actress video games have come so far now that we're not just uh pigeonholed to like oh they're a voice actor like and they did like five lines like there's so much involved in it we didn't have a naughty dog game because if we had one this year if we had an anyone any year i just like it automatically will go there um but yeah where's neil Druckmann? We'll yeah <laughs> but in, in this case uh so i picked uh and i probably gonna butcher this uh melisanthi mahout from uh assassin's creed odyssey um cassandra man I, yep I, I mean i'm not gonna say she's as good as fem shep i'm not going that far but Ooh. like I would say, I, I thought her acting was better than the male uh, ver version. If you picked the male version, um, I also thought it. She gave a lot of heart into the character, who is written in a very interesting way, where she's 
she's not making it all about like the fact that she's a woman, but at the same time, she is a standout in the society. And I thought mm-hmm. she did a really good job uh, portraying that. Not only that, just the overall voice acting and everything. Um, both interestingly enough, in a year talking about like all the motion capture that like uh, games do, we both picked voice actors though, just yeah. or at least people who just just did voices. Um, your pick was from uh, from Spider Man. Yuri Lothen, Lowen, ah, well, see, I even messed up. <laughs> and he has an easier name, Lowenthal. Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned some other characters already. We talked about Kratos. We talked about um, uh, Arthur, and you know, you've talked about Cassandra. But whenever it came to Spider-Man, the one of the things that you worry about in a game like Spider-Man with such a high-profile character is who is playing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a lot of history there. We have we've had three people play him on screen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the '90s uh, animated guy whose name I can't remember right now. I feel better about about that. Uh, so you were so worried about that, and then you start playing Spider-Man, and you already know he's supposed to be an experienced Spider-Man. He's it. He's already become his own after the eight years, and Yuri just picks up as Peter Parker. You feel the jokes, you feel the quips that you're expecting Spider-Man to have. He also had a great range uh, where the Spider-Man that I know well also experiences the doubts mm-hmm. and stuff with his character. Some pro- some issues that I had with, uh, uh, with the Amazing Spider-Man movies was where you didn't see that lack of confidence yeah. um, in the Peter Parker. And here, you got all of it. You got confident Spider-Man. You got unconfident mm-hmm. Peter Parker. He played it so, so well. And again, one of those things where it really made you enjoy experiencing those cutscenes and enjoy that dialogue that he creates with every single uh, character that he interacts with. Yeah. You're talking about the animated series. I have to I have to fill you in on this if you didn't know. Christopher Daniel Barnes, who was in the animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may or may not know he was Prince Eric from uh, yeah from um uh what's wrong with me from little mermaid uh okay so he was in sorry what was it not the original he's played prince eric like forever but the thing that whitney always knows him from because we we like it's one of the only times that i did have almost a fanboy moment at a convention when i saw a celebrity i didn't i've i've not had a problem with anybody else but i got a little emotional um, because of the Spider-Man thing, not because of this, but Whitney always remembers him because he was Greg Brady in the very Brady movie, the nineties, uh, Brady bunch wow. movie. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. I remember he, yeah. He, got, you know, he played the guitar, like, and tried to do the talent <laughs> show. <laughs> that, I'll, I'll always remember that one scene where they're in the car where he's like, this is, it's a car Jack. And he's like, this is my car, but my name's not Jack. My name's not Jack. Or yeah. Like it's so like he's it's it's hilarious. Like so that's that's uh, Spider Man, by the way. Um, wow. So I don't think he was the original Prince Eric. I'll have to double check, but I know he's done Prince Eric and like tons of other stuff for Disney like forever. Because, uh, but either way, uh, yeah, Greg Brady to my wife. Every time, every time <laughs> she sees him, she starts singing, "Clowns never laughed before, beanstalks never grew." <laughs> It's just horrible. Oh, man. Um, but on to things that aren't horrible. Best multiplayer experience. Sorry, this does not go to Fortnite. Fortnite was, was not a 2018 game. It was 2017. I almost put it there. I, even though even though I don't really play it, it's still undeniable. It, it is, as a multiplayer game, not a as an, and not an MMO, 
because MMOs do yeah, extend those know. lengths, right? But as a non-MMO, Fortnite has been going on stronger than any that I can think of. It's the biggest story of the year. Yeah, I mean... Undeniably. Yeah, I agree. As much as I rag on Fortnite, like, yeah, they're they're doing great from a business standpoint and uh, from a support standpoint in what they're doing for, for the game. But since their 2017 game, it's not in this category... Uh, we are going with Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Sorry, I spoiled it for Owen. Uh, Owen picked yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops. So I already spoke to this in terms of the addicting gameplay, so yeah. I'm not going to harp too much more on it. But again, uh, the thing about BRs is as much fun as they can be solo, some people really do enjoy that solo experience. The most fun that I have during a BR uh, is playing with friends, uh, whether it be duos or whether it be squads, just roaming around the from game to game uh having each other's back getting that chance to pick up talking strategy while you're playing like guys in the you know guys in the window uh 45 degrees north south you know whatever it, it's it's super fun yeah. it really puts you into that experience uh i would have picked your pick if it wasn't for how bad the online is and how little i've actually got to play with people yeah um, but I completely agree with your pick. I did. I did get to play this couch co-op. Uh, enjoyed go. it. Um, Smash. I I purchased Smash specifically because I'm like, you know what? I want that in my collection. Same reason I bought the Jackbox games. It's like if anyone's over who who likes Smash, that's a real easy one to grab. Um, and it is to me. I think it's the quintessential Smash. Like everyone talks about, what's the best Smash Brothers? To me, this one like wrapped up every single Smash Brothers, everything I wanted in Smash, and more. Uh, and just and it, it delivered it in such a great package that I, I had to pick it. Um, I'm having some people over on Saturday. I'm going to have my first like six or seven or eight people uh, bring in their Switch controllers. So after that, you know, you might be able to get me to change my mind. But <laughs> uh, Smash Ultimate really is a lot of fun to play with people. Yeah. Once they figure out their online matchmaking, I'm sure it'll be great if they ever figure it out. But from a couch perspective, there is no better game to have tons of people in the same living room going at it with all these famous characters. I think there's 75 like right that. now. Yeah, there's and there's more like we're getting Joker and some others. Like I don't even know who that yeah. is. Like I know who it is, but I don't know him. Yeah. Right. Um, that he popped on screen. And I'm like, oh, that's a pers that's the persona. Is he from that's the that persona guy? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but JRPGs over there. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know what it was, but I'm like, okay, he's cool. And to me, with Smash, it's like I I want to have every character because someone's gonna come over and they're gonna be like, and they're gonna be that person who's yeah. like, oh, I like this character. Oh, you don't have my you don't have my main. Yeah, you don't have my main. What's wrong with you? I'm like, because I didn't want to spend that extra money. But um, I, at the same time, I like exploring all the different different. Uh, I mean, I grew up playing like Mortal Kombat and uh, Street Fighter too. So yeah, those kind of games like I like exploring the different move sets and everything. It's really fun. Um, yeah. And speaking of uh, of Mortal Kombat, not really. There's no segue in this. I want Mortal Kombat on my Switch. Speaking of Smash. Yeah, speaking of Smash. <laughs> the easy segue that Patrick completely missed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's okay, I gotcha, buddy. Yeah, thank you. It's good save. That's a, that's a uh, what do they call that in basketball? It's a lay not a layup. Assist. Assist, yeah. One of those. I'm not a sports guy. Um, rebound. Rebound, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Is it, what do they call it when? Alley-oop, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, that's a general term for it. I was just trying yeah. to go stupid on it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> best exclusive for Smash, sorry, uh, for, for, Switch. for Switch, which 
I'm sorry, my pick was Smash as well as yours. I just wanted to highlight another one, but Smash, I mean, we've been talking about it quite a bit anyways, so we won't kind of meander around that, but it's it's the best exclusive on Switch. Yes, there weren't a lot of exclusives on Switch, but it was the best <laughs> standout. I, mean, I think there were 19 or 20 this year. Yeah, yeah they, they still had a solid lineup. It's just after a year of getting... Zelda and Mario Odyssey in it, and uh, to a lesser extent, but still great game, Mario uh, Rabbids Kingdom. Mm -hmm. uh, and Mario It was hard. And Mario, and Mario Kart. Like, it, was hard to, it was hard to live up to. Uh, what but Smash is so much fun. It, there are some, definitely, I mentioned, there's some frustrating things about it. Their online matchmaking is not great right now. World of Light was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. Um, if you haven't checked that out, you totally should. Mm -hmm. Just from a perspective of what, like, see what they did with the spirits and how they built those into the 75 Smash characters, where you, there's a, there's different games that you go through. I won't spoil all of them, but for example, there's a Street Fighter one. And you go through this Street Fighter section where you're fighting Street Fighter spirits. And like, for example, Blanca is, uh, is Donkey Kong and it's a green Donkey Kong. Uh, there's little things like that. Uh, Ganondorf is in Bison. Um, little things like that where they did with that mode. Uh, the, the, it's, it's entirely too long. They made it probably like five or 10 hours way too long. Wow. But just the care and effort that they put into giving you a single player experience where like you could go through that for hours and you know, if you don't like to play with other people or maybe you don't have as many friends or you don't want to play online, it you still get a lot of fun out of experiencing that mode. Um, it's such a good time on Switch. And, and like you mentioned, it's one of those things that you should just buy. Uh, so if you have a Switch, you should have it. I completely agree. Mario Kart and and Smash. It's like you have to have those on your console. Yep. There's no reason not to have those. Um, Nintendo is a console for uh, for groups, for, for couch co-op. Uh, yeah, online, sure, whatever. But like to me, it's about that community and being able to to, to play games with, with friends at the drop of a hat and games that don't require like a huge learning curve um, yeah which is why i picked i know that this is a, i know this is a quasi i don't know if this qualifies but hyrule warriors i wanted to highlight here i really really like that 2018 the definitive the definitive edition came out in 2018 okay. I, I have it on wii u it came out on wii u that's why i'm like i can't i mean it, I, I can only I can't really officially say it but i wanted to give it a little spotlight here um i didn't pick it up on wii u uh, i thought that i should have it was one of those things like maybe man, i really should be playing that and then it came it's out when the switch yeah. came out i was like yeah i'm gonna get it on switch and yeah. uh it's it's wonderful it's exactly what i wanted it wanted out of it i'm still trying to get whitney to play it because i think that may be the game that maybe wins her over when it comes to zelda because i still haven't she doesn't like the uh she it hasn't clicked for her i don't understand like i don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah for those of you that are listening on the podcast version, I'm just shaking my head. Yeah, it's it just hasn't clicked for her. Like she gets it. She's like, oh, I, I understand. Like, but like, I was um, like, we're hanging out because we do like we do cosplay and we do uh, like some community stuff. And I was talking to someone there, and like, I dr I'm dressing up as Link for yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> Mine yeah, mine's mine's off in the corner. Otherwise, I'd, I'd I need to just hang it up whenever i'm not using it um but i was dressed up as uh, as link yeah, you got <laughs> a tune link back there too um 
I was dressed up as Link, and this, you know, we're we're doing a charity thing, and this uh, other costumer comes up to me, and just goes on about how much she loves Zelda, and we're having, you know, where you talk about, you know, little things like, you know, uh, experiences that you have in the game. What's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, game? And uh, and we got into a lengthy discussion on who we shipped in Ocarina of Time, who we shipped uh, Link with. Rudo, baby. Oh, really? See, see this. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Everyone has their everyone has their pick. Like everyone has their pick, and it's usually oh, it's this person. Like hands down. Um, yeah. So mine's Malon, but like uh-huh. it's like everyone kind of has because it's either Saria, Malon, or or Rudo. And uh, I mean, she don't ship him with Zelda. Like there's they just have like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, I did. Even though they even though they tried to ship them in Breath, of the they Wild. tried to ship them in Breath of the Wild. But to me, I never I didn't view it as. As opposed to like Mario, where it's like, oh, he's saving the princess in the quintessential masculine way of I, I save a damsel in distress and I get kissed. Um, I always viewed Zelda as like Link was just doing it because that's what he's supposed to do. He's like, he's the hero. And this is this is you help people in, in need. And that was all that mattered. Um, the hero of time, baby. Yeah. And and he didn't have to hook up with Zelda. Like, she's cool, but that's not what it's about. Um Anyways, we'll talk about non-Zelda stuff now. Uh, we could just keep talking about Zelda for hours. Um, best PlayStation exclusive, and yeah. we both picked the same thing again, which is Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. I mean, I loved God of War. I absolutely Great. loved God of War. Uh, but Great. Spider-Man, hands down, was just an amazing, not only an amazing uh, game to play and everything, but from a property, from a business standpoint. It's like, yeah. I'm playing Spider-Man. You've got new Spider-Man, the Spider-Man Homecoming coming out. You have the new Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse just came out. You want to play a Spider-Man game? You're gonna play a play. You're gonna have a PlayStation. Otherwise, you. Can- what's even more fun about it for me? Uh, there's obviously some bias there with uh, with Insomniac, but the fact that in the best PlayStation exclusive was not made by a Sony-owned yep. studio. It is a Sony-owned IP, uh, but it's not a Sony-owned studio. But they work together just the uh, showing uh, Sony's range and the fact that they could have easily had um, oh now I'm gonna blink on infamous's developer uh, I'm blanking too. I know it so well too because I've been waiting for a, a new game from sucker punch yeah they could have easily given spider-man to sucker punch because of infamous it makes sense they know how to make a superhero game but no they were like hey insomniac you guys make awesome things yeah. make this game for us and and, it was, and the it was story fantastic. the storyline yep. in it as well and being able to play with characters um that are beloved characters in a series uh being able to play with those in a unique fashion um, while staying true to their heart was was a great example as well. Uh, did you see? I can't remember if you said. Did you see Spider Man into the Spider Verse? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You did see it. Um, similarly, in that, I won't spoil that or anything. But like, <laughs> that was so great. By the way, that Christmas album exists. Everybody should go see Into the Spider Verse. Yes, yes, everyone should. Did you know? You know that you should see it in a theater while you can. It's such a great. It experience. is. The animation, everything about it. Um, but did you did you know that the Christmas album exists? No. Yeah, there's only That's like surprising. there's only it like six down, songs. It's a, I'd still buy it oh, just to yeah, do it. I think it's on iTunes, but I just I just listened to it, and it's um there's there's I think there's three of them that are worth it in my opinion. The rest are okay, but 
the fact that they recorded it is great but um yeah the again with 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 that uh movie took license with some because the multiverse they took license yeah. with some of the stories and i thought that was really cool to take a twist on the lore of these characters is really cool which i'll talk about more later on um, mm-hmm. but uh let's go on to xbox which you said you didn't really play any xbox games you you, you made a, made a pick a valiant pick <laughs> no exclusives. I, did you? I did not. I didn't turn on my. Uh, the wife played Xbox a little early in the year, mm-hmm. but uh, with no Gears of War and no Halo, yeah. Owen did not turn the Xbox One on one time. I actually had to double check because I, I was like, did a Gears of War ha- game come out? Because I remember came Gears out last War, year. Yeah, it was 2016, I think. The end of 2016. Yeah. That hurts even worse. Yeah. So uh, I did pick Forza just because it was in the top five games rated on Open Critic. So to me, that's undeniable. It's kind of a cop out because I have no experience. But good job, Forza! It, Way to go, Xbox! It, you made a game. There's my camera. There's your camera. I was gonna say it didn't look like you were doing a thumbs up there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it's a good pick. Um, it's it's a solid game. Uh, from what I played of it, it's a solid game. It's beautiful. It's what you want mm-hmm. with Forza. I mean, you want yeah. amazing realism and amazing graphics. That's what you get. Uh, and I picked Cuphead because. Yes, there aren't a lot of Xbox games, uh, exclusives that came out, I should say. Cuphead was exactly what I wanted, even when even when I was frustrated at the game. The hand-drawn animation was is just gorgeous. It's difficult. I, I can't remember if I told you. Did I tell you about, I bought that for for Whitney to play? Because I it's a terrible idea. I know I didn't know it was difficult. I just saw the. I saw, not to say that she can't do difficult games, but they just that kind of game doesn't seem like her that is style. Not her thing. Like I've been trying to get her to play yeah. Dark Souls or anything like that. She will not do it. Um, but I was like, oh, it's this hand drawn animation. I showed her the trailer, which was just like all like it showed some bosses and some shooting and stuff. And she was like, oh, this looks really cool. So I bought it and downloaded it, and like I think it took her seven or eight minutes. And she was like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. I I apologized profusely. I'm like, I had no idea. I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> I drummed it up for her. I was like, you're going to like this so much. Uh, it was her second biggest letdown next to Final Fantasy XV. Be- I platinum in that game. Yeah. But the only reason was because I had drummed it up for years. I was like, it's the Kingdom Hearts series, the Kingdom Hearts game creators making a Final Fantasy game. And she's like, oh, maybe I'll finally like a Final Fantasy. Uh, she doesn't like timed, she doesn't like timed um, uh, strategy. I know, I know. Like, Sorry. if it's if it's got action, like she's it like, it doesn't have active time battle in it. I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't like that. So like, I'm like, that's fine. I get it. Um, where I, I get it in a way I don't understand that she doesn't like Zelda or she hasn't clicked with Zelda yet. That's why I keep phrasing it. It's not that she doesn't like it. Um, but she doesn't, I am, but she doesn't like that type type of gameplay. So I was like, finally, you're going to have a final fantasy game. That's going to be for you. It's going to be great. And she was just bored. I liked it, but she was bored. It wasn't, it wasn't enough for her. Um, at the same time, like God of war, I absolutely loved him. She's played, she's beaten every God of war game, except for the newest one. I mean, I see that. Yeah. She little hack, little hack, little slash. She, loves it. she just wants to beat up, beat people up and stuff. It's fun. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say Cuphead was my was my pick. There were some decent games that came out, but not a lot of exclusives for uh, for Xbox. So we'll give them some time; they'll get there. Uh, PlayStation Plus. So out of these games, I, I like that you pick your pick. By the way, on this, did you play Bloodborne? For like a minute. Okay. 
Like honestly, I picked this game because I picked Bloodborne for best PlayStation Plus exclusive because one I, full disclosure, Souls types games are not for me. I don't like sure. them because I uh, I will break the controller at some point. <laughs> I plan to play Bloodborne because I've heard it's a little bit more approachable, uh, albeit still difficult. But uh, from what I've from what I know. From what everybody's told me, the world is uh, so cool. It's a little slightly more approachable. But the fact that Sony gave you one of the best games, arguably, uh, in their library and gave that to us as a PlayStation Plus free game is awesome for somebody like me, especially that doesn't like them. It's like, cool, I pay for this service you gave me one of your best games bam yeah good some others uh, another notable on there was ratchet and clank Definitely. which was also excellent but i paid for that game already so that's yeah. why i didn't pick it yeah i mean there are other picks on here that i could have picked like destiny 2 was a great value uh if you look at it that way the god of war collection was a great value and again it's something it may not be your the best game but it's definitely worth your value um yeah to me uh, I, I would I'd probably pick Bloodborne as well, but I wanted to give like a special men- mention to Batman sure. the Telltale series because I love the Telltale games. I love a narrative. I love these are games that I can play, and I don't feel bad if I'm playing and the wife is watching, like because she's getting a lot out of it. Or I don't even mind handing her the controller. I'm like, honey, you just play. You play it. I will. Sure. I will go along for the ride. I need to go, I need to go get a class one. Yeah. yeah you exactly. I'm gonna sit. Exactly. I'm just gonna sit here. I'm gonna hang out, and we're just gonna enjoy this together. Um, she does like get to the point where she's like, I don't know what to pick. What would you pick? And then you can have a discussion. Um, yeah. But uh, I loved that. How we do something similar. What's that? We do something similar. Let's. But we play with the Life is Strange. She didn't play the Batman ones with me because she doesn't care about Batman. But she has played other Telltale games uh, with me. Where uh, her, I think her favorite one was probably Borderlands in terms of these Telltale series. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I like Batman. Whitney is burned out on Batman. But to me, I'm like, I'm like, but I feel like that was another reason Spider Man was so good. Yeah. Is just to have uh, the other super major famous character get a game sure. after like five Batman things. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that Superman game. You know they're working on it. Someday. I mean, I, I, I hope it'll come out at one point. But Telltale Batman, uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, was it the first one that they gave you or the second one? Uh, I can't remember. I thought it was the first one. I think it's the first one because they gave it to you in the month that the second one came out. Yeah. Um, the second one, also very enjoyable. Exactly. I'll have to check and see if I... I know I played the first one. I can't remember if I played... I think I may have started the second one. I'll have to check. Uh, but yeah. now that Telltale's gone, like, I'm like, I want to play all the Telltale games because now I feel bad. This is all that we get. Um, but, oh well. Um, on to free games of... <laughs> the worst. It's, not, it's not all we get. We finished Walking Dead, the real game we need to finish. That's we true. And next month. So happy. I'm so happy that they're finishing that. It's just sad because I liked these games so much. Like, I loved Wolf Among Us. And like yeah. it was great, and I want more of that. I wanted more of the Game of Thrones one. I, I'm in the minority on that, but I like it. Um, yeah, you are. And <laughs> let's go on to best uh, free games with play, games with gold. We just talked about PlayStation Plus, but games with gold. Owen does not has one. Um, there. Were, I don't have a. I don't even have gold yeah. subscription. So I have, I have the gold subscription partially because I want want the free games. I, it's a good value. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Absolutely. Um, there were a lot of games on here that I could have picked, but to me, uh, because it was, it, I think this has been free on everything at this point now, but Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, 
was one of the best games I've played from a overall narrative uh, perspective, from a gameplay perspective, where you have something this robust and open world with a story that's not spoon-fed to you, um, that just keeps you, it keeps you guessing and keeps you speculating even after the game's over. You're still trying to figure out who people are and what people are watching YouTube videos of people trying to explain who the Burning Man is and who these other people are uh, is just really interesting to me. It does not talk down to the player, which is why I can't wait for Death Stranding whenever that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that was my pick for it. I know this did come out on other ones as well, but it was it was just an amazing game and you had to pick it. Um, so we're on to the game of the year. Which Woo! I think... There are, again, a lot of really good games that came out this year. Um, and your pick was? I picked Spider-Man. Surprise. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, I had some shout-outs because I wanted to mention how hard this was for me to choose. Um, Celeste and Red Dead both took quite a bit of my time as well this year. Uh, Red Dead had an excellent narrative. Celeste uh, literally not joking here at all is the best platforming experience i've ever had in a video game ever yeah uh and i you know we're talking putting it against like the marios and everything celeste was for me that that level but spider-man was a game that one i'd looked forward to is my most anticipated game for the last year everybody knows that anybody who knows me knows how much i talked about this game and was ready for this game to came out and the best part was is that it lived up to the hype. Really um, the gameplay is so much fun. Swinging around a Spider-Man. I'm not saying the game is absolutely perfect. None of these games are. Uh, there are minor issues that I had with uh, with um, some of the music being repetitive and so on. But the fact that every single time you boot it up, you start swinging around New York City, <laughs> you feel like freaking Spider-Man. And the fact that they paired that with a good narrative yeah. that been a great actor that played uh peter parker spider-man uh the fact that the story had some weight to it it did not end exactly how you thought it would be if you were making like some predictions and so on that you might have been able to figure out where it was gonna go but you didn't think it was gonna do what it was gonna do um yeah. it made you want to complete the whole game it did not i i'm i'm not a fan of the games that like have terrible trophy lists i judge trophy lists every time i re see them i'm like would i ever ever and i'm not a big platinum person or a big trophy hunting person but i look at a trophy list whenever i get a game and i'm like would i go through that and the majority of the time the answer is no spider-man wants you to experience everything in the game all the little easter eggs and everything that they put in the game they don't make it overly difficult for you to experience all these things that they took the time to put in the game so much fun i completely destroyed it i played it for uh, a week straight several hours a day for a week straight several hours into the night uh platinumed it everything i cannot say enough about how fun spider-man is if you like superheroes at all and you have not played this game i don't know what's wrong yeah i second everything about that um it's probably my pick as well uh honorable mention to me is gonna go to god of war um, for obvious reasons that I've already yeah. mentioned. And also Far Cry 5, which we haven't talked about like the entire time. Um, yeah. I really liked Far Cry 5. I liked the characters. Um, 
some people were talking about like they didn't like the politicizing blah 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 like to me it was not a political statement about um a specific um to me if i was like if you're targeting it because because of religion or because of guns like you've lost you've lost the point you lost the point of a cult of an extreme view anything in the extreme is bad anything in the extreme and that was a great example of that you're taking you're taking what should be wholesome and should be the american values and just making it the worst thing on the planet that's what i thought was unique about it uh, i loved the gameplay um, i really like far cry games uh, but the gameplay um, the the everything from the hunting the vehicles the vehicles were amazing in it which is why i can't wait for the new uh, far cry um, uh, standalone dlc that's coming out because I was like, they're going to do Fallout better than Fallout. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's very Mad Max, but the... I don't know if I'm going to go that far. I don't know, not really, but like not better than Fallout 4 or Fallout New Vegas or anything. But um, the ga the guns and the... Um, uh, sorry, the vehicles and gunplay and all of that mixed together. To me, as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, this is a brilliant like addition. Because the usually if you have a game that's not a driving game, the car the driving sucks. And like Grand Theft Auto, um, even Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City, like it was like, eh, it was okay. 4 was horrible. San Andreas was okay, but like, anyway, so I'll go on. Usually they're not great at driving. This one had decent driving and decent uh, gunplay. So I had to give it props for that. Mm -hmm. That was good stuff. So Yeah, and, and I left out God of War. It didn't speak to me as much as other people, but I'm not, there's nothing deniable about how beautiful of a game it was how much you went from i didn't care for the original god of wars i think they're fun but i didn't i didn't even play three and then you come back and you completely not completely but i want to say more than you didn't you changed kratos yeah. into a character that and you gave him depth um you can't deny what they were able to do with that and especially from a studio that i love in sony santa monica in a studio that I was afraid was going to shutter its doors. Yeah. And now is obviously not. After such a big success, they better not be going anywhere. Um, I love that they had redemption with that IP. Um, it just it, it didn't fall as highly as the other three that I mentioned sure. on the list for me. But uh, it's definitely good that you call that out. No, I, I think I think it was great, and I think they did. That's a, that as they they mentioned, like in the Game Awards, they were like you took like Sony took a chance on this, and yeah. really gambled in a way that um, did not work out for Devil May Cry. I mean, reinvented yeah. a character, and it did not work Ugh. out at all. So DMC is terrible. Is terrible. I hope I hope Devil May Cry Five is fun, but I, DMC was awful. I did run into something recent, like where they were talking about why they, what they modeled him after. I don't know if you heard about this, but like they were basically like, we need to take, we need to take uh, Dante from Devil May Cry and make him more Western and make him more appealing to the Western audiences and what is cool to Western audiences, and their archetype for what is cool for Western audiences was Tyler Durden. Oh, okay. Tyler Durden. They were like, and I was like, the the crazy anarchist? I mean, I get it's Brad Maybe Pitt. Maybe 15 years ago. I mean, I get it's Brad Pitt, but like when I think of like, who's the coolest 
like sexiest American kind of like view. Like I, I don't think I. Everybody loves Fight Club, but it's he's a terrible character to make a video game. Yeah, about. he's a terrible character. It's not the epitome of cool. He's like yeah. he's dirty. Yeah, it's Brad Pitt, so of course he looks good. But like he's a dirty, horrible person. Like why would you? Yeah, I don't. It's it's just Is crazy. that what a man looks like. <laughs> uh, my favorite line from that movie. It's a great movie. But um, we're going to talk about 2019 as much as I want to talk about like what I'm expecting and some predictions. I think we're going to save that for next week. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll talk about what we look forward to as well as some predictions of, of the year. Uh, Owen yeah. kind of gave one already, but uh, a couple. Uh, but we'll, we'll kind of finalize that and talk about that next week. But let us put know. together a list of uh, some games that we're looking forward to. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll get that all together and uh, we will talk about that next time. So let us know in the comments what your favorite game of 2018 was and if you liked our picks or if you disagreed with them let us know in the comments because we want to hear that you hate us and we'll talk to you later i want to hear how pretty i am i don't i don't i don't agree with that statement at all (laughs) you can tell me you can say you hate patrick but i'm pretty that's all i want much prettier than me thanks for watching this week in our collective heads uh subscribe over here and click the bell and that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up because we put up a lot of a lot of gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that, and gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and news stuff down here. Check it out.